0: My future is to, like I said, to move back to Portugal because I tell people that I'm physically here in the U.S., but my soul is so there. Like, there's this huge disconnect. And I've never, ever felt at home here, ever. And I have, you know, like I said, I don't have very much family, but, you know, I do have my parents here. I have my husband. You know, it's very homey. But there's something that's missing and i know the feeling when i go back to portugal i feel so complete and i i want to be able to like you said bring the medicine back to my community
1: welcome to the deeper awareness podcast where we delve into the depths of our inner selves uncovering authenticity and transformation join us for enlightening conversations on breathwork self-discovery and the profound journey within i'm your host josh perry joined by the delightful hannah oxley let's begin
2: hello and welcome to another episode of the deeper awareness podcast today we interview lucia oliveira she is such a beautiful light Um, not only is she a fellow breathwork facilitator but she is also a pediatric sleep coach. And so I love people's stories. Um, This is definitely a common thread throughout all of our episodes, but it's when life gives you lemons type of story. Um, And what, what are you going to do with this gift of a struggle? It doesn't feel like a gift when you're struggling, but when you look back, you're like, well, thank God I went through that. Otherwise I would never have you know, finished ABC, whatever whatever that is. So um, I feel like so many people have stories like this in general, but especially after the pandemic. So we are now at the end of 2023. So it was only three years ago when our world just completely shut down and um, lots of, I always felt the worst for restaurant owners and gym owners because that's just their livelihood As people coming in public in, you know, public spaces, um, close quarters to enjoy life together, um, enjoy the same air as breathwork facilitator. I like to breathe air. <laughs> but anyway, so... Or Lucia, she will um, tell her story about how she was running a, um, a gym, a fitness um, place. Can't think of my words right now, but she was forced to close and find something else. But during that time also, she was faced with becoming a new mom and all of the joys and all of the struggles that come along with that. Um, and that kind of taught her the importance of sleep, not only for mothers, but definitely for little, little ones. So I won't spoil any more of her story. So please enjoy this episode um, with the beautiful Lucia.
0: I was going through a really rough time. Personally, I had a business um, in Jersey, was a brick and motor fitness studio. We were open for about almost seven years. And then of course, COVID hit and that just completely
2: went down the drain. Um, the and gym so, and fitness places are the things I felt the worst for during that time.
0: Yeah, totally. And the thing is with where we were located, particularly, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with, with New Jersey, but we were in Hoboken, which is kind of like an urban market. It's they consider it like another borough of New York City. So, a lot of people that were living at the time in Hoboken when COVID hit, mo- most of the people like either rented and they were in apartments and now that they were working from home, it was considered a hot zone in that area and so a lot of people moved out of Hoboken into the suburbs or even out of state, you know, now that people could work anywhere, even from my team, a lot of instructors and people who worked my front desk were like, well, I've always wanted to live in in Texas or in California, now this is my opportunity. So they all, I wouldn't say all of them, but a lot of people fast forward their life, like something that they were probably gonna do in five or 10 years, here it was now present that they could actually move. So from a team perspective and clients, A lot of people left hoboken and so for us to rebuild a studio and we we would have rebuilt had our landlord been nicer about it he was expecting full rent and whatnot and um so anyways we were forced with the decision of closing which to me that was probably one of the most challenging most heartbreaking moments in my life because it was something that I had created for about seven years. It's also where I put a lot of self-worth in. I tied a lot of self-worth with my business. And when it came time to close, I felt like a complete failure, disappointment. Uh, I mean, you name it. And in, in during that time as well, I became a first time mom as well. So I was trying to navigate a business that was slowly crippling down and navigating becoming a first time mom in the middle of COVID. So talk about resilience. Like I was like, if I got through those, that hard year and a half, two years, I can get through anything. And so once, you know, I was transitioning out of my role of being a studio owner, I felt like something was really missing. Like I needed, I needed to find myself back. And the other component that I think was, um, really difficult for me was postpartum. You know, I was nothing really prepares you for that. And it was really hard. I kind of felt really lost. And so I felt like I, I need to come back to myself somehow. I didn't know what. Um, and then I found this program. It was a, a six month, a three or six month. I can't remember what it was, but it was exactly what I knew. It's like kind of like a soul searching, you know, coming back to yourself. And what was interesting enough is part of the program, Sam Skelly was facilitating a breathwork session at the time and I did it and I was completely floored. I was like, Oh my goodness, this is so amazing. I remember I was, I went in like, what is breathwork? Like I know I breathe and all that but I can't even tell you that session, there was like so many emotions coming up for me. It was like afterwards I felt so light and I don't know, I felt for the first time alive. Um, And I was like, wow, this is pretty amazing. I have to learn more about it. And so that's what drove me to pause. And I'm like, wow, there is a breathwork facilitator program. I think I hopped on a call with someone and shortly after, I think a a day or two, I enrolled in the program and that's kind of how things just started to unfold for me in this new, this new opportunity. So
2: that's kind of how I came into knowing what breathwork was. I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's everyone's story is different, but also so similar. Like it's, it's like you said. Breathwork. And everyone who I talk to about this, they always say Breathwork found me because that's always how it feels. It's like it just popped into my life when I needed it the most.
0: Yeah, totally. And that's exactly what happened to me. Like I, when I signed up for this program, like I didn't even know Breathwork was part of it. Like I think she was just, it was part of like she had a guest and, you know, she felt like a lot of people could benefit from it. And so Sam led the session and I was like, wow, this is an incredible experience. And what a way to like really deepen your connection with yourself and come back to your soul. Um, so that's kind of how things started to unfold. And here I am now fast forward, you know, two years or whatnot. And, um, I'm in a different, completely different space now in a good place.
2: So. And so I checked out your Instagram. So tell me about the, um, pediatric sleep stuff. Yeah. Did you get into that before breath work or after? Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm such a planner. Like when I knew that I was going to close my studio, I'm like, well, what's next for me? I'm like, I have, I have no idea. And I'm also, if I'm being super honest with you, I have a hard time sitting in the pockets of the unknown. Like I need to like know what's next. Like I'm very, sometimes very impatient. Um, Definitely a work in progress per se, but I, so when I became a mom, the first six months of having my son was really, really hard. Um, On top of it, like, you know, trying to navigate losing your studio and this new role of being a mom. And my son was an awful sleeper. Like he was a kid who would be waking up every two hours. Naps were non-existent. He was super cranky during the day. And it was because he was really tired. And... I thought I was going to lose my mind uh, to the point that I experienced postpartum depression and anxiety from it. Because when you are in a moment where you're not sleeping well, like it really impacts your whole life. I know it sounds simple. Like sleep is so important, but when you start not sleeping, like you are, you think you're going to lose your mind. And so I was like, well, I need to figure something out because I'm not thriving as a mom. I'm not showing up as the mom that I want to be for my son. My son is not thriving. None of us are. And so I was like I need to figure out a way to get him sleeping better and I knew that I didn't want to do the cry it out method. Um like I knew that there was probably another holistic approach to it. So I did a tons of tons of research, um tried a lot of things to see if it worked and finally I figured something that worked, excuse me, that worked for our family. And so i felt this whole transformation happen where he was sleeping through the night his schedule was a little bit more predictable during the day like i felt super confident because as a first time mom if you're going through it for the first time you feel like i don't know what i'm doing sometimes i feel like i still don't know what i'm doing but i don't know i just felt a little bit more confident and so i was like wow this is such a game changer for that could be a, such a game changer for families if their little ones start sleeping better. And so I looked into doing something with that. And at the time, of course, I didn't know sleep coaches existed. Had I known, I would have hired one right off the gate. And, but at the same time, had I not gone through it, I probably would, wouldn't be a, a sleep coach to begin with. So, very grateful for the journey and so um i was like well there's actually sleep coaches out there that do this for a living and help families i would love to do that because even from a personal experience like i know how that feels and i know how this can really impact the whole family and so i went through a certification process i enrolled into becoming a sleep coach and that's kind of where i started Um, I started off like luminous by Lucy. It wasn't luminous by Lucy. It was, it was called something different because at the time I, I thought I was just going to focus on sleep. And as I started to go through the breath work program, a lot of things started to kind of unfold. And I'm like, well, I really want to create a container space, a support system for moms, not just around sleep, but body, the movement of the body, because I'm a fitness instructor. So if that looks through, you know, working out or yoga involving movement. Um, and then the soul component was breath work. So I'm like, well, my old business name doesn't really make sense right now. So let's, let's rebrand and create something different. So that's kind of where luminous by Lucia kind of became luminous by Lucia was just one thing after the other. And, That's kind of where I am right now.
2: I love that. Yeah. So. And so it's almost like you've rebranded a couple times, no?
0: Well, two times um, because the studio that I had was a franchise. So I wasn't – that was on its own per se. Mm -hmm. And then when I first started my own business, which is very different, I will say that owning – a brick and mortar business compared to an online business, holy smokes, it's very different. I mean, there's a lot of things that carry over, right? But it is a completely different animal. And the other thing that I think is also very different is when you buy into a franchise, there's already a brand awareness. There's already, there's some sort of connection. There's a lot of marketing done, right? But when you are creating your own brand, no one knows who Lucia is. I mean, yeah, they knew Lucia as the studio owner of the studio, but they they don't know who I am. So starting from zero is basically where I started Um, with marketing, branding yourself, you know, putting yourself out there is so different from owning a brick and mortar place where people can come in, you invite them into their into your space. And also when you buy into a franchise, there's, like I said, there's a lot of awareness around that as, you know, already and marketing done for you in a sense, you know? So it's definitely a learning experience
2: building Mm -hmm. off of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like you're. but I love how you named how you can be afraid of the unknown, but yeah, it's always like creeping into... It
0: totally is. I mean, if this three years have put me in such an un—I wouldn't say uncomfortable, but in a place where there's a lot of unknown, mm-hmm. a lot. And when you think about it, there's we live sometimes in the unknown, and we don't even know it. It's just a, an illusion that we have that we know everything, and we don't. Um, we may have a sense of where we want to go, but when when the universe throws you these major curveballs. Uh, which is what I experienced. And then on top of that, besides, you know, closing my studio, being a first time mom, my dad um, had to do a, a triple bypass surgery um, at the same time. So that was a really health scare for a whole family. And I'm like, oh my God. My word for me is resilience. I mean, there, I, I want to get that tattooed somewhere on me because that is definitely my word. It's being resilient and not giving up on, on yourself, on your vision and what you really want. And so that's, that's kind of what I've learned these last three and a half years.
2: Yeah. It's always like that looking back, like, Oh shit. I can't believe I, I actually made it through that. And yeah. That reminder that you can really do anything. Yeah. And even tapping into things that you probably
0: would have never known about yourself. Like this was definitely, um, a learning experience and, and coming really to knowing myself because the things that I was faced with, I didn't recognize the resilience that I had within me, the strength to overcome, you know, these life challenges. Had I not gone through, I probably would have known that I wouldn't, that I wouldn't like, I I didn't know if I would have the strength to overcome them. And I'm happy that I did in the sense, because there's so much more gratitude and so much more love for myself that I It wasn't there before. And when I look back at these challenges, I like, I can get really emotional talking about it because I'm, I'm, I feel like a completely different person. I'm not the same person I was three years ago or three and a half years ago, four years ago. And this kind of shook me to my core to like wake up and find this new version of myself that I didn't know existed You know, Mm -hmm. so I'm grateful that I went through it. And, you know, looking back at the loss of losing my business, if I'm being really honest with you, I think it probably was the best thing that could have happened to me. And that took me a really long time to come to this realization because I don't think it was serving me to my highest purpose. I think there's a lot more out there for me. And it's, it's given me the opportunity to do other things that I think I probably would not have had the opportunity
2: to do. So had I had my studio, mm-hmm. so I'm grateful for that. That's a theme that we are constantly seeing as we have people, um, share space with us here of, cause, um, I found breath work when I was really sick and, I, when I, when I was in that, in that space of just being sick, like I would ask, why is this happening to me? Like, why me? Why do I have to go through this? Why is (laughs) it happening again? Like it happened a couple of times. And, but it's, if that didn't happen, I'd still be in that small, living in that small space that I was living. I was not showing up as myself. I thought everything was just, I thought life was just the way it was. And I was living in this small version of myself. And if I didn't get that sick, I would never have expanded and found breath work. So I feel the same way. It's a hard thing to accept and be grateful for. But in the end, I truly am grateful for that shakeup I got. Yeah, and I think
0: those those challenges that we're faced with in life is just – and I'm a firm believer that if we didn't have the strength to overcome whatever that is – I don't think the universe would present itself with those challenges, but I think, you know, with my experience with what you just shared, Hannah, it's like the universe knows that you have the strength to overcome that, and so it puts you to the test, and you overcome it, and you be you make it to the other side. That like what you said, like you've expanded so much. You know, this new version of yourself is so different from where you were before. And that's such a beautiful thing to experience. Maybe at the time it it totally sucks. And and you're like, what the F is going on? You know, and you start to question everything. But there's always, always, always a silver lining behind everything. And we just have to sometimes, and that's what I loved about what I loved about breath work, and what I still do love about breath work is it allows us to quiet ourselves and really notice what's happening in our bodies and our minds. And it allows us to move forward, right? Like had you not done breath work, you probably wouldn't be here with Josh doing this podcast. And there's so many things that if we just allow ourselves and lean into the unknown, there's so many beautiful things that can come out of it if we allow ourselves to. Mm
2: -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So Lucia, thank you for sharing all that.
0: You're welcome. You are Uh, so welcome.
1: I wonder if you could take us back in time to when you were little and kind of your upbringing or how you were raised on how to navigate this world and then kind of stepping forward it sounds like you know i there's that chunk of time where you became a a business owner and and then you know that desire to to do the things and and that's, that's kind of the premise of the podcast. We we call it deeper awareness. We're going through life, doing the things, trying to be fulfilled. And then life or the universe shakes the shit up. And so can you kind of just go back in time and lead us up to, we, we just want to hear your story. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I love this question so much. So So I'm a first generation uh, from immigrant parents. My parents moved to the States. We're originally from Portugal. I was born in Portugal, came to Portugal when I was about two and a half years old. And being an only child and a daughter to immigrant parents is not an easy thing. And both my parents, but especially my dad, he is my biggest role model because he had everything in Portugal. He had a business, he had a home, he had a car, he had literally everything. And he had this big vision for himself, a vision to provide with a lot of beautiful things that maybe he wouldn't be able to provide had we stayed in Portugal. And so he moved to the U S and it's funny because he, at the time when he moved, I remember like, I obviously was little, I don't remember, but he shares a story with me all the time, and so does my my mom. And he moved to the states with $200. Didn't speak a lang- didn't speak the language, did not have family here, zero. And he created a beautiful life here. Um he ha- he's he owns his own company. My mom owns her own company as well, so there's always been that entrepreneurship. <laughs> feel in me. And my dad was my biggest inspiration for taking risks and going for it. You only live once and you have to make the best out of it. And that's what kind of stuck with me when I was little. Like my dad would be the type of person and I love him for it. He's not the type of dad that would say, great job great job, this, you did awesome, he'd always say, you could do better. And I've always had that in me to keep moving, to be better, become a perfectionist, With which is, I would say, probably a little bit of my weak, weakness here, but he was always my driving force to make myself make myself someone. And so he was really the driving force for me to open the studio right? I was working in corporate and I loved what I did, but I felt there was something missing. And so I was like, it's either now or never, but I will say that my dad really influenced me in a, in a positive way to really go after your dreams. And so he's always been my driving force to keep going, no matter how challenging life can get, you know, yes, there's going to be moments that you're going to fall, but it's how you pick yourself up. And so he's taught me that. And I think that's kind of where that whole notion of not giving up and being resilient, just like how my dad was. Like, I can't even imagine moving to this country without speaking the language, not having family and really starting from zero. I mean, I can't imagine talking about Taking a big risk, right? Mm-hmm. An adventure, and so that's that's kind of how I was raised in this in this type of world. But also, it's hard when you're and coming from immigrant parents. It's very different. There's this this drive, this motivation to keep going. I don't know what it is, but it definitely my parents, especially my dad. I will say my dad has had a huge influence in my life in that
2: sense. Because there, there are people that are afraid to just travel for a week into another country, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, They have yeah. set this example that like you can literally do anything. Totally. And I think my dad is
0: just, I mean, like I said, he is my biggest role model. And I think when I lost my business or closed my business, I felt so disappointed because I felt like I left, I let my dad down, if mm-hmm. I'm being honest with you. You know, I had created this and then all of a sudden, even though it was completely out of my control, it was a hard thing for me to, there was this pride. I felt so much pride of like, I have this really great studio, I have a great team, I have a beautiful community. I had a lot of things really great going for me And all of a sudden it gets swept out from underneath you without even a warning, you know? And so that was really a moment for me to kind of be at peace and just accept it. And my dad, you know, was such a huge support through the whole process of closing, you know, and he's like, don't let this define who you are. And yes, it is easy to say that, but for someone who ties, you know, your self worth to it. And this is what you've it was my first baby, if I'm being honest,
2: you know, it's just to see that slip away was really hard.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. But it seems like you're the type of person that that will also kind of light a fire underneath you too. too Yeah, I mean, there's
0: moments that I literally want to pull out my white towel and say, like, (laughs) I am so done. But there's something so deep that's unexplainable that just tells me to keep going. Trust the journey, trust the process and just allow things to unfold. Just believe in yourself. And I had this vision that um, when when I mentioned earlier to you that had I had my studio, I probably wouldn't have the opportunity to do this. So I have this huge desire and passion of moving back to Portugal at some point in my life. That's definitely on the radar. I feel so at home when I'm in Portugal. I feel so alive. It's the feeling that I want to wake up to every day. And I know that I'm on vacation. I know it's different, but there's something in that air that just brings out this fire, this desire to, like, I don't know what it is. And so when I was in Portugal over the summer, I had this huge calling to do some sort of wellness retreat there. And I was like, I'm so going to do it. I am so going to do it. And so the opportunity presented itself and I'm hosting my first wellness retreat there in, in July. And Like, had I not had that experience of closing my, like I would have never been in this space to want to create something. And I know that this is really my calling because it's bringing the fact that I'm in Portugal in this beautiful country and bringing some of my gifts with me and showing it to a few guests. I mean, talk that's like a dream come true for me. And so it's really leaning into those pockets where we feel really crunchy. where We're like, why did this happen? But then this magical opportunity happens, you know? And so, yeah, it's, it's, it really lights up this huge fire that you were saying, Hannah, that to keep going because something magical can happen. And this is something that happened to me not too long ago, you know? So yeah, it feels, it feels really good. It feels really good.
2: I just say that I went to Portugal. It was my first solo trip. And I went by myself and it was the most magical place. So Uh, I'm with you. I don't have those roots there. So I can't imagine how much more richer that feels when you're there. But yeah, it's this outer body experience. Like as soon as
0: I land and the plane opens the doors and I can actually breathe. in. like, I feel my whole body transform. Like, I don't know how to, exp- how to mm-hmm. explain that in words, mm-hmm. that's how I feel. And I know down the line at some point, I want to move there for sure. I
2: mean, that, that is a non-negotiable. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, I remember getting off the plane too, cause I had to, my first Airbnb I was staying at was in Sintra. I don't I, I want to pronounce yeah. that correctly. Sintra. So I uh-huh. Sintra. And so I got off the plane. I was like, okay, I got to get find the train station. And like, all of a sudden there was like, everything was so easy. Like that, it's just the, I have, I don't know if it was this overwhelming sense of confidence that it gave me or just the way that it's actually structured. Everything mm-hmm. was so easy and I felt safe all the whole time. And I, that's what gave me the like, solo travel bug. I love that. So good. And you stayed in such a beautiful
0: place, too. Sintra is so beautiful. It's, it's magical. perfect. It is really magical. Like, the whole forest. I don't know if you ended up going to see, like, the that famous palace that's there. And, you know, because it's a great strategic area because you're so near Lisbon, and you also have these beautiful surf villages that are not so far from Sintra, which is it's really awesome. So
2: I'm so happy you got to experience that. So thank you for sharing that. I would go back in a heartbeat. So next time you're having, maybe I'll sign up for your July thing.
3: Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so
1: fun. Do you expect uh, the people from Portugal to attend your retreat or from the US? Or do you know, do you have any
0: yes so most of the people that i'm envisioning like right now so my my women's it's a women's wellness retreat that i'm hosting in july is basically sold out like there are there are a few uh, most of the people there or most people uh, you know participating in the retreat are from here Mm. um and i'm planning to do a co-ed wellness retreat you know two weeks after my july so in early august But I I envision most of the people attending these retreats are from the U.S., U.S. or Canada. Yeah. Even though it's a big, it's starting to become a little bit more of a hype there in Portugal. Like it's slowly growing and people are, are really into like, you know, holistic therapies. And there's a lot of wellness retreats already there. But I do find that it's a lot of people from other countries coming to facilitate these retreats and which is great but a lot of the portuguese people they're like i'm already living life i don't need a wellness retreat like they're in a different zone i guess but i do see a lot of the people attending these retreats coming from the us or canada or abroad yeah
1: i was just thinking about the hero's journey are you familiar with that
0: no no
1: oh it's joseph campbell and he was looking at all the, he wrote, he wrote a book or two. I can't remember what it's called, but it's the idea that he looks at all these myths and it's kind of like the Harry Potter. A lot of our movie plot lines are based on this hero's journey. And it's um, it's this cycle that happens in life. And it's like the, if we take um, Luke Skywalker, that he was the farm boy, he went through the hardship and then he meets uh, mentor which was yoda and then it's all of this um tragedy at, and growth that you're going through and then you become who you're meant to be mm. you become the hero and then there's like the it's like the final um challenge and it could be like you face the dragon inside the cave or you face darth vader or you know, Harry Potter had to base Voldemort, you know? And so it's this, and, and then at the end, they bring their medicine back to their people. Wow. And so I, I was feeling that in you, like this growth, and it could be like multiple lifetime stuff too, but it's like you being from Portugal and now going through all of these challenges and you've meant, you, you, you know, our mentor can be multiple and it can be your dad, it can be um, losing the business, it can be COVID can be a mentor, right? It can be mm-hmm. all of these ways that we're, we're being challenged, we're overcoming, you're becoming resilient with the tattoo, the desire there, and all of this internal growth that is now medicine for people. And now for you to come back to, it, it can be metaphorically, like mm-hmm. for me, I went through religious struggles. And now I feel like at some point, I will be be bringing my medicine back to the people that are also transitioning out so for me it's like coming back to a community and for you it might be coming back to a land you know a country
0: yeah I mean that way I, I love the story Josh I I mean you that is such a beautiful metaphor for life but I think just even with us Where we go through these hardships and we come across these mentors that open us up into this, this new life of ours. I mean, that was so beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. And, you know, I do agree and I I want to be because of all the things that I've gone through and the things that I've learned and how I got myself back to not losing myself and and revamping like upgrading myself to 2.0 3.0 wherever version I'm at right now I want to be able to support those people as well and be there to support them whatever they're going through because I know that they have the strength and sometimes all you need is that one person to believe in you and for me going through these challenges in life. Yes, I did have family, but I felt so isolated going through some of this stuff, especially becoming a mom. And I don't understand and can't comprehend. I mean, I get we were going through COVID, but even now it's so isolating, you know, and people don't really talk about the realness of of motherhood. And It is a beautiful but very messy journey. And a lot of people talk about the beautiful journey but not the messy one. And I think just with my overall experience and what I've gone through and how I feel, it's important for us to have a voice and to share this with other people. And that's kind of where, when I was sharing Luminous by Lucia, that's where I, that's my foundation is to be a support system for anyone who's going through whatever that is if it's motherhood if it's just life loss whatever that is i want to be a support system for them you know and yeah i really hope that my future is to like i said to move back to portugal because i tell people that i'm physically here in the us but my soul is so there like there's this huge disconnect and I've never, ever felt at home here, ever. And I have, you know, like I said, I don't have very much family, but you know, I do have my parents here. I have my husband, you know, it's very homey, but there's something that's missing. And I know the feeling when I go back to Portugal, I feel so complete. And I, I, I wanna be able to, like you said, bring the medicine back to my community. Mm -hmm. yeah
1: so one piece that really stands out as i've been working with people and a lot of when we have trapped stuff inside of us it's because there's judgment or no one has taught us how to create space for those feelings and i've discovered in the last couple of weeks this idea of longing and how that that longing is a driver it's a motivator um but there's so much richness that teaches us about who we are or what we stand for in that longing and so if we create space not to get rid of the longing but to dive into the longing as an exercise of understanding what what do i value what's important to me Mm -hmm. and so with that premise and that longing to be home can you dive into that portal right here with us and just kind of feel into that longing like what makes you you
0: Mm -hmm. i i mean that's such a deep question josh
1: what i do
3: it's so deep i don't even know where to go from here
1: well just feel it for a minute feel it for a minute yeah feel the richness of longing and how beautiful longing is and how human it makes us yeah there's there's a wealth of information inside that pocket
0: yeah i mean there definitely is like the feeling of longing is i mean everything's perfect like the fact that there's no There's no judgment, like nothing really would bother me. Like, I don't care what other people say or think like this feeling of longing because I'm so confident and I'm, I know who I am, you know, like there's this, I don't know what the word is, like the feeling of true acceptance and surrendering to who I am and not trying to be someone who I'm not. Like, that's that feeling I get when I'm in, like, in the feeling of belonging, you know?
2: Like an integrity. Like yeah. Integrity. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. And it's – because it's that same – for me, it's that same feeling of, like, I explained of lighting that fire underneath you. Because I recently just had, like, a download of of – something I'm going to create for, um, to bring in more clients. And so I've been very, you've all felt that way. Like right after the, you graduate from practicum and everything, you're like, okay, like now what? And like, I'm, I've been in that feeling for a while. Like, okay, I do this, I do this, but there's still like, there's something that like, I still feel a little lost, I guess. And Mm -hmm. I just had this download of what I'm going to do next. And all of a sudden I have all this motivation and all this excitement and I keep going And so I feel like I'm finally, that longing is because now I have this idea and it's a little, it's not far fetched, but it's a little far out there and I have to really work hard to do it, but it doesn't feel overwhelming at all. It's like, Mm -hmm. I have to now have to just do today. I'm going to get this done. Tomorrow I'm going to get this done. And all those little steps are going to finally get me to that place. So all the, like all these little things that you can do in order to buy a house in Portugal, you know, like it's that, I feel like for me, that's. What that longing does. It's like once you have a goal, I guess. So I'm trying to yeah, and like it just
0: makes too. it also easy. I mean, I will say out of everything that I've tried, even looking back at like my studio, like building the studio, I mean, there was so many looking back, there were so many red flags, like not red flags, but like, I don't know, like it just felt so hard. Like if it, if it wasn't one thing, then there was another obstacle. Like I felt like I was going against the the tide or the current, you know? And the one thing, if I'm being honest, the one thing so far in my life that has gone easy, not the fact easy, but felt like a sense where you're doing it and you're so excited about it. Like it lights you up you're so well you're so ready to like dive into you know creating a website for that or things are just easy even talking about it it just comes out naturally where you don't have to overthink about it that one thing was creating this wellness retreat in Portugal you know because
3: I I got so excited because I'm like yes I'm gonna go back to Portugal in the summer and I get to do
0: this stuff and I'm sure you probably have noticed, like, I really light up when I talk about my country, like, and, and being able to share, um, the experiences and all these different places to other people. Like, even when you said that you went to Sint, that I was like, oh my God, another person got to experience. I get so excited. And that is my driving force. Like, I love that so much that creating the retreat was so effortless, even though there were so many things involved it felt so easy and it felt so good. So I knew that like, that's like your like that's your, what you're meant to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm doing other things like, that are, are exciting, but not as exciting as, you know, doing these retreats in Portugal, you know? So it has to, even though it, it like what you said, it, it feels like such a far-fetched like idea of what you wanna do, but if you love it so much, things are just going to fall naturally. Like you're going to do, okay, I'm going to do this today, tomorrow. Like things will, at the end of the project, you're going to look back and feel like, wow, I got all of this done. You know, you just have to keep going and not give up on yourself because you can't, if this is what you're meant to do and this
2: is what you love, you have to keep going. Mm -hmm. Cause I think it's about like turning that longing into a vision. And just following, staying in integrity with that vision. Yeah. Did we take your question and go all over the place, Josh? (laughs) Yes. I was yeah, we went all over the place. Is that what you said? Perfect.
1: It was perfect. And and I heard your dad speaking to Hannah. Like that was so beautiful. It was like a generational passing down this truth, this pocket of wisdom that he instilled in you. And then you're, you're broadcasting it outward too. That was really beautiful. Uh,
0: Thank you. What about you, Josh? Can you share a little bit? What
1: (laughs) what are you longing
0: for? (laughs) Yeah. What are you longing for?
1: So I created an event that's coming up this Friday. Um, I made a drum like five or six weeks ago. And then at this lady, where I made the drum she also hosts like drum circles and she did a drum journey and so I it was the first time I'd experienced it It was 25 minutes I w- my eyes were closed and I've done hundreds of hours of breath work and so to kind of have that experience with the drum it was I could feel the depth of the experience. And there was also this longing for breath work in that moment too. And so then I was like, what if I bring these two together? I don't know what this is going to look like. I just know it's going to be magical. And so it's this Friday and I was talking with her. Um, I actually made a rattle with her on Saturday. And so we were chatting about it and it was like, "What?" you know, my logical mind wants to get it just right and have the format down. And then my intuition's just like, no, just, and it's just being there and the magic will happen. And so I'm creating an event that I wish I could attend as a per- participant. So now I'm, I'm not marketing it, but as I market it, I'm just like, you guys, you gotta come to this event. It's gonna be so cool. I don't know what's gonna happen and I don't know how to tell you that it's gonna be, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I just know the two things, There, there's gonna be magic there.
0: Yeah. that you. When you were saying that, like true transparency, I literally got chills when you were talking about it. Literally. Like, I could feel it. Like, I, I literally felt like, and it's so interesting when you allow ourselves, like, you went to this drumming, like, you created this drum with no intention that you were going to probably do an event with breath work, right? And you just got this, like, I I kind of want to attend this event. Like, is it going <laughs> to be virtual? <laughs> I mean, I could feel the drums and the, like, that is so freaking cool. So cool. I love it. I
2: absolutely love it. you your so longing fun. into a creation. Yeah. Like, within a month. That is amazing, yeah. I saw
0: that on Instagram that you had put together. And yeah, what a, it's going to be an amazing vibe. You have to let us know how it goes. I am so excited to hear about it.
2: Because the one thing that we've, the three of us, have learned from our mentor Sam is it's all energy and people can feel the energy you're creating something with so mm-hmm. i think A i agree percent. i think everybody will feel that yeah it's just how you talk about
0: it. like you light up like even how you were saying you're like i don't know what's gonna happen but it's gonna be freaking magical because you feel it you know and the one thing i learned from someone while i when i was putting together this retreat is to create something that you would love to attend so the fact that you said that mm-hmm. Like, I wish I could go to this uh, this event or had that is pure magic right there because it's putting yourself in that position, creating something that you're so passionate about, and then people will just come to you. Like you magnetize people, you know, like I now want to attend this drumming event, you know, like it's so cool. And I think that is so important that we create something that we would like ourselves to, you know, join or be a part of. That is, I think that really, like, I'm going back to your thing of lighting that fire within you, Hannah, like, and Josh, like, that is something that I am so happy that you followed that, that thought, that download, that moment where you were putting that together. So yeah, and I think not even planning it, just allow yourself to just feel into what's happening and just your presence is enough. Like, don't feel like you have to plan anything, just Start drumming. Start breathing. Um, it's gonna be magical.
2: hmm <laughs> Let the tools do the work. Like let the breath do the work. Let the drum do the work. And you are just, you know, holding the space. You created the space and yeah. created the collaboration. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. So cool. It's Friday. You said.
1: Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah so exciting I can't wait to hear it hopefully you'll do these and maybe a virtual one
1: maybe, yeah I'll yeah. figure it out because I'll have to casino you know, zoom mo- you know mutes the background. oh yeah I think there's a way to disable it but I just have to explore it and try it you know
2: <clears throat> yeah
0: for sure that's gonna be so cool because musicians, music.
2: musicians figure they figure that out how they have the it's all, it's all thanks to COVID because remember like there were right. all the like, musicians doing like stuff over Zoom and they had to figure out how to make it work. So you do.
0: Yeah. There's so many things that we weren't doing before COVID. And now it's like, there's a lot of things that have shifted, just even how people work now. Like people are working now from home, then going into the office, doing some of these collaborations that you would typically do in person are now sometimes virtual. And people actually like it because it's at their convenience, they don't have to travel. I mean, it, there's nothing like being an in-person, like especially an event, like what you're gonna do, Josh, like feeling like being in that energy of people and being in this space is very different from doing it in a virtual setting, even though you still will get a lot of great, you'll still get a great experience, but I get it. In-person, there's, there's a lot more depth in certain events, right? But, you know, with whole COVID and doing things over Zoom, has allowed us to facilitate things in a more easy, more practical way for people to participate, even from afar, you know, like even with breath work, like I would never think you could do these sessions virtually and they work out beautifully Mm
2: -hmm. and you're able
0: to, you'll be able to connect with other people outside of our local community, which is kind of cool. (laughs)
2: We're lucky, we're lucky. I know. I remember being like, how are we going to, how am I going to feel people's energy through a computer screen? But I was amazed. Yeah. Right. 40 hours of that or whatever it was. Right. It was <laughs> 40 hours. I remember that was like, what a shift, because I remember being so terrified. I had to do, it was 60 for us. Um, Maybe and- it was, was it 60
0: for us, yeah. Josh too? Yeah. Oh, okay. here I am saying forty. Yeah, okay, Lucy, for
2: forty sixty. <laughs> that was so intimidating, but we did it. I know it's so crazy when
0: when we enrolled and like the first three months, like there it was like more of the embodiment and all of that. And then once practicum hit that intense. was it a week or was it just a few days? It was a week, was right? A week. Okay, it was a week. And then we're like,
3: oh, no, we got to do 60 hours.
0: How are we going to do that from January to March? Like looking back now, even when you do this, have you guys done the Spotify unwrapped thing that tells you like your top Able to figure it out? But
2: I know, yeah, I it's I know, all
3: like, of my breathwork oh. music. Like <laughs> Thanks to Practicum, you know, Soul Rising is now my number one artist. But before I had no idea
2: who Soul Rising was. It's definitely mine too because I used yeah.
3: everything. Right? I'm like, where's my rock and roll artist? Like, you know, like I'm all into rock and roll. Like I love rock and roll. Like live for it. And now I look at the artist, my top <laughs> – Five or ten artists—they're all like you know meditation, Zen, yeah.
2: you know, you yeah, know the that the kind of physical stuff. Physical music,
3: yeah. And I'm like, where's my acdc or Led Zeppelin? <laughs> like, where are they? They didn't even make it to the cut because Soul <laughs> Rising took over.
2: <laughs> but he's probably like why are there all these people like his his numbers are probably through the roof just because yeah (laughs) or there's
3: d what is it dj raz yes the
2: other one that was on my list (laughs) and essie essie jane or essie james or something i have her on my my playlist too yeah would have never made the
3: cut last year (laughs) but it definitely made it this year (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it. so fun so fun
1: so are, are we- you do you bring um breath work into your sleep coaching
0: um i do for some um moms who i'm feeling like because a lot of moms that are coming to me are feeling super anxious and overwhelmed and so sometimes we'll i'll incorporate some breath work sessions within my program um but right now they're they're kind of separate, two separate, not businesses, but like an umbrella from my Luminous by Lucia. So I'm doing right now, I'm doing, I'm, I'm actually launching in a couple of weeks, I'm doing like a mindfulness membership where it's all about breath work and doing my kind of my signature stretch and breathe workshop. It's called Align to Unwind. And that incorporates stretching because I am a a yoga instructor as well. And so incorporating some stretching and then going into breath work. So creating like a workshop and then breath work around that will be like another separate thing from the sleep that I'm working on right now. Yeah, but I I know a lot of moms can definitely benefit from breath work, um, especially if they have younger babies younger kids it, it i can totally feel when they come to me like how stressed out they are um you know how great you know breath work can really help them feel more grounded and especially when you were mentioning about feeling the energy like our our babies our kids can really sense our energy and so when you're working with a mom with a young baby who is you know protesting, we replace crying with protesting. Um, where, you know, the mom feels so triggered. And I remember when my son used to protest, like I could feel this outer body experience. Like I'd get so triggered by it. And so our baby feels that energy, right? So when that happens, I always tell the mom to do whatever that is, either if it's breath work or, you know, just walking out the room for minutes and then walking back in and just helping themselves kind of ground down. And that helps them because when they go back in, um, they're able to tune into their baby differently because they've, they were able to kind of go from all the way up here and kind of ground themselves back to a neutral position. Um, And that has helped them interact with their baby very differently when they come from a place of feeling more centered and grounded.
2: Yeah. I was just listening to, well, I'm a big fan of Kathy Heller and I was just listening to her shows and she's saying, um, she's like you know people have these baby showers and everyone's just giving them gifts and all these good everything's positive good good. This and, and she's like then you come home with a baby and it's the scariest thing ever and you have no idea what to do and like nothing mm-hmm. prepared nothing prepares you there's that many books and everything that you can read that's nothing prepare you pr- prepare you and um so I don't know if if, if I could ask this question of like If there was like the perfect baby shower, not like all, all of the good things, but all the real things, like, what would that be for you? Because I just had a friend have a baby and it's the same thing. It's like, you just, you you don't know what you're getting yourself into. You do, you don't. And then like after the adrenaline wears off and you're like, okay, now I have this baby. So yeah,
0: yeah. for me, looking back, I would have totally nixed the whole materialistic material stuff. Mm -hmm. Forget about baby carrier. I could get that later. Like none of that. I think the biggest thing for me, from just my experience, I would rather have had a stronger support system, whether that would be, you know, look like uh, having a doula, for example. I think a doula looking back, I'd be like, I would totally hire a doula in a heartbeat to be there to help the mom you know meal prepping taking care of the baby so that the mom can rest for a second because you're 24/7 mm-hmm. um you know hiring a sleep coach a little later on you know when the baby is you know 4 months and older and whenever the mom feels or the parents feel ready to make a change into their family sleep you know if they're planning on breastfeeding having a, a lactation consultant in their back pocket like those resources to help us thrive as parents and not worry so much about what type of bottle should i get um what kind of crib i mean yes those are all great things and they're mm-hmm. helpful but to me where it really is a true like help help is those resources that i mentioned and also like giving something to the mom to you know take some time out to get a massage or some self care because it's it's we always forget when the mom is pregnant, we're always asked like how are you feeling, you know, like how are you feeling, blah blah blah. Then when the baby comes, it's no one asks how the mom is feeling. It's like, well, how's the baby doing? <laughs> like baby's great, but are you gonna ask I'm like how the, how the mom is doing? <laughs> like it's I mean, it's such a huge transition huge transition when you become a mom and and also with us like we put our heart and soul into our kids and sometimes we're giving from a half empty glass and to have these resources that i mentioned and doing ourselves a it's really doing us a disservice by not having them or treating ourselves to whatever that is like for me one of my non-negotiables was working out movement of the body whatever that looked like had to be in place and that was like really my my life like what's the word my lifeline was the working out it was the breath work because it allowed me to come back to myself you know i wasn't doing it to physically yes it was to help me come you know go back to how i was feeling before pregnancy but honestly it was really to allow myself like to just let go of stress you know movement especially running for me was a big one and so allowing giving the mom space to do kind of you know that stuff i think that's priceless more than cribs and pjs and diapers and all of that they're all great things to have but you need the moms to be in a really good place and Mm -hmm. having that, that type of support is priceless
2: Note to self, instead of for my baby shower, which will hopefully be soon. I want a baby so bad. That's what I'll do. Instead of no gifts, just donations for my doula. Yeah,
0: doula or hiring uh, someone to watch your baby so you can take some time Mm -hmm. off to do something that you love. Mm -hmm. People kind of forget, like, what did you love before you had a baby? Like, they kind of just... Put themselves in the back burner and i'm like no you need to you need to come first because when you feel good about yourself and make yourself priority every everyone else is going to start thriving you're going to show up differently for your kids you're going to show up differently for your partner you're going to show up differently at work i mean it literally is something that has like a domino effect when you feel good about yourself everyone around you is going to feel good
2: some good great advice
0: yeah so forget about the carriers and the (laughs)
2: cribs.
0: hire a doula or a night nurse or you know whatever it is that you feel like is a something that is going to help and support you through motherhood
2: yeah it's beautiful Mm -hmm.
1: so someone wanting to work with you is it do you do like a one on one, like one by one? Or is it like, a, you know, you need them for this amount of time? Like, how does that look?
0: Yeah, so for my sleep program, um, I do offer three, three offers for my sleep program. But my core offer is a three week program for my sleep program. And that's one on one. And it's really working individually between obviously one on one between the mom or the parent and myself for 3 weeks. And we really work on from creating a sleep plan that's personalized to the family. And the the really the game changer with my program is the one on one where they have the ability to connect with me throughout the day. I check in with them, especially if they're troubleshooting with naps where naps are short or you know, cause that's the, really it's executing the sleep plan is the challenge because you can have the perfect plan, but if you don't feel confident in implementing it or executing or having that person to, to tell you, keep going, like, don't give up. That's where a lot of parents fall short is like, they try it out for one or two nights and then that's it. And I tell parents things are going to, things take time. Like if your baby is sleeping a certain way for five, six months, I mean, I work with toddlers as well. It's a big adjustment. You have to give them space and time to learn how to sleep this new way. You know, especially if the parents are, you know, sleeping with their kid in their room, right? And they want to transition out of the room. And especially if you're working with a toddler, this is this is a major change for him. It's a major change for the whole family. So it's gonna take some time. You can't just expect changes to happen overnight. And so that's where my one-on-one really helps people is to motivate them, but also allow them to, you know, I give them feedback on, okay, next time this happens, I'd love for you to try this instead. Um, So it's really that support that really is a game changer with my sleep program. So that's my sleep. With my breath work, uh, like I said, I do offer private sessions one-on-one and it feels really good. And I love doing the one-on-one, but I've, I had this calling to do more of a group setting and create a membership. So I have that that's happening in a couple weeks. So, so there's the group component in breath work and then more one-on-one with my sleep program. Yeah. And I do, I love working with one-on-one like that personalized attention. Um, and also with, with breath work, I think it's a really beautiful gift that I'm able to hold space for that one person. But I think it's really unique and cool to bring a group of people that they take their time you know, from their busy lives and they come together as a group and create this beautiful sacred container. I think it's pretty awesome too. So, and I've, I've always worked in a group setting like with teaching group fitness. I've always been around with a lot of people around me. So it, it, it does feel really good. Um, and I love that component with certain elements of my business, but when it comes to sleep, I feel that one-on-one is really needed for the parents more than a group setting. At least for me, that's how I feel with my business.
2: It makes sense. Everyone's routines are different.
0: Yeah. And it's different. Everyone has different needs. And with my sleep program, because I personalize everything, like I want it to fit the parent's lifestyle, but also meet the way that they parent like that meets their parenting style too you know like one way might work well for families and maybe another way may work differently so i like to really personalize it for that family
1: so how can people get in touch with you
0: so they can i'm very active on instagram they can find me at luminous by lucia or they can visit me on my website which
2: is luminousbylucia.com And we always ask if you had one message to share with all of our listeners what would it be
0: i think my biggest message for i mean this mantra has carried me through a lot is that you are enough it's my mantra that i say to myself i am enough i share that with my clients that that's all they it's they're enough That's Mm -hmm. all they need to know. That's all they need to be is just themselves. And that's it.
2: Just how you are. Just how you are. Beautiful. Thank you. Lucia. thank you so much. This was such a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for having me. And I loved our conversation. I love the deep questions, Josh. And Josh, I cannot wait to hear about your event on Friday. I will be checking up on you and kind of stalking you to see if you put any pictures of your of your event i'm so 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 excited for you
1: yeah thank you you are so
0: welcome
1: i'll be updating on social media too so
0: yeah i can't wait i hope you have a beautiful magical
2: experience on friday thank you what a great episode i hope you enjoyed that as much as i did Um, let us know what you took from that. Leave some comments, share with a friend who also might resonate with the story. Um, Subscribe, like, all those things so that we can spread the word about our podcast. And so all of our beautiful stories that we get to hear from our amazing guests get to be shared around the world. We appreciate you as a listener and we'll see you next time. Thank you.
1: Thank you for listening to the Deeper Awareness Podcast, where the journey of self-discovery and inner growth continues to unfold. We hope this episode has ignited a spark within you and inspired you to embrace a more conscious and authentic existence by looking within. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to subscribe and stay tuned for upcoming episodes, where we'll continue to explore the transformative power of breathwork and emotional healing. Continue the conversation and stay connected with us on Instagram. Follow at Deeper Awareness Podcast to receive daily inspiration, valuable tips, and updates on our latest episodes and offerings. We'd love to hear your thoughts and insights from today's show, so feel free to share them in the comments below or tag us in your posts. Your engagement and feedback mean the world to us as we strive to continue to create content that resonates and empowers our incredible community. Together, we can continue exploring the depths of consciousness, fostering genuine connections, and supporting each other on our transformative journeys. This episode is brought to you by You Belong Breathwork, your destination for transformative healing and self-discovery. At You Belong Breathwork, we believe in the power of breath to unlock the deepest parts of ourselves, leading to profound insights and a greater sense of connection and belonging. Whether you're seeking emotional healing, a deeper connection with yourself, or a path to authenticity, our breathwork sessions, retreats, and coaching programs are designed to guide you on this transformative journey. Our experienced facilitators are here to hold space for you as you explore the depths of your consciousness and discover the infinite potential within Visit youbelongbreathwork.com to explore our offerings and download a free guided breathwork session. Thank you for being a part of our deeper awareness community. Stay connected, stay curious, and may you embrace your true essence with love and compassion. Goodbye for now and see you in the next episode.